Hi, everybody. I'm Joshua Danziger. And I'm Ethan Canfield. Today is Thursday, August 18th, 2022. And this is The Young Perspective, where we talk about America's biggest political and social dilemmas from the eyes of two high schoolers. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Young Perspective. It feels like we're always in election season. Today, I got a card in my mail, a posted co- postcard in my mail, addressed to my parents, saying, you know, vote for the, this local candidate for local office. People are already preparing. Different candidates are already preparing, and, and, and the parties are already preparing for the midterms, which are coming up in just a couple months in November. Um, and, and past that, you know, people are thinking more long-term towards the presidential election. And thinking long-term, we've seen a new development in the party field, and that has been a new party that came about in the month of July called the Forward Party. The Forward Party, which was just recently announced a little less than a month ago, was launched on July 23rd by a coalition of three different already existing political groups. One of these groups was Renew America Movement, and that was made up of a bunch of different Republican administrative officials and different politicians, ex-politicians, and then the other group. And then one of the other groups was the Forward Party. This was founded by Andrew Yang, who was one of the mayoral candidates in the recent New York election and also was a presidential candidate. And lastly, also included the Serve America Movement, which was more of a centrist group of Democrats and Republicans and independents all grouped together. And all three of these different groups came together and formed the Forward Party. The three main people that, that helped form it were Andrew Yang, former Democratic presidential, you know, presidential candidate, N- New York mayoral candidate, Christine Todd Whitman, who was a former Republican New Jersey governor, and then you had David Jolly, who's a former House member from the, the state of Florida. Um, but those three people, they, 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 they took their parties and their, their, their independent parties and, and they brought them together to make the forward movement, which unites under or one main slogan or idea. And their main slogan is not left, not right, forward. So they're rejecting the left. They're rejecting the right. They don't want to, they don't want to be involved in, in, the, in the, the fighting and the partisanship of the past. The goal of the forward party is to move past that into real debate, into real discussion, into cooperation, which is, which is really a noble idea at its heart. Now, what do they actually want to accomplish? On their website, they don't have a lot, but they do have three main goals. These goals are to revitalize a culture that celebrates the difference and individual choice, rejects hate, and removes barriers so that each of us can rise to our full potential. Two, reinvigorate a fair, flourishing economy and open society where everyone can live a good life and is safe in the places where we learn, work, and live. And three, reform our republic to give Americans more choices in elections, more confidence in a government that works, and more say in our future. The Ford Party puts a lot of emphasis on the majority of people, the, you know, the, the majority of voters. And I think the majority of voters would come to a consensus that these three goals to you know, reinvigorate a, a fair economy, revitalize culture, reform our republic. These are fair things. I, I think a large, Amer- a large portion of Americans agree. We will get into later what the policy actually is that the Ford Party would enact and potentially less Americans would agree with that. 
But the real question is, is why does the forward party believe they're the answer? Um, and I'm, I'm going to read their response to that. Um, and then we'll discuss it a little bit later. So they say Americans deserve more than two outdated choices. The major parties, they say, are taking this country backwards, and Democrats and Republicans have been unable to overcome the extremists of the party. To move forward, they say we don't need just a new party, but a new kind of party, a unifying anti-extremist party that gets things done. That's why Andrew Yang, Jolly, and Whitman are building the forward party. Now, this is interesting because they seem very confident that a third party would work that a third party is needed in this current political system of the U.S. And obviously, when anyone starts a new third party, people are going to question them and ask them, why are you going to succeed? Every other third party has failed. And so why would the forward party succeed? They say on their website that times have changed, that people are demanding a new option. And unlike small parties that have formed around narrow worldviews, we are focusing on what brings the majority of us together a political system that fixes our problems instead of giving us headaches. Now, is this true? Does the U.S. actually want a third party? Well, a lot of polls are pointing in this direction. A Pew poll said that 27% of voters say that they're actually unhappy with both political parties, Democrats and Republicans, which is actually up from only 6% in 1994. 38% of people also say that they strongly agree with the statement that they want to have more political parties in the U.S., as we've seen in the past, people don't identify with with either the, de- the Democratic presidential candidate or the Republican presidential candidate. And this gets people thinking maybe there's another option. Um, and, and that is likely why 38 percent of people would potentially uh, move towards you know, a new independent third party. That's what that's what they say. Another poll by Gallup, which which took place over about 18, 19, 20 years from 2003 to 2021 says that the number of people that want a third party has have risen from 40% to 62%. Now, the real question is, why does the forward party think they're any different than any failed third party in the past? It doesn't make sense to me how they can be different. In the past, people have also wanted third parties. In, the, in 2016, people wanted third parties. But Jill, but Jill Stein and the and Libertarians, the Green Party, they still struggled. During the communist times, every single communist country said they will be the one that's successful. Every new communist regime said they're going to be the difference. They were going to be different than every country that failed. It's the same here. The forward party says they're different than in the last third party. I would beg to differ. We had Howie Hawkins on our podcast last year. He spent his entire life founding a third party. And in the end, over the last many decades that he's been working to build up the Green Party, They've had some election wins. They've won some elections, but a lot of them local and a lot of them not that important. In the end, in terms of huge success, dominating the party, changing up the system and establishing a third party that can compete with Democrats and Republicans, they didn't succeed in that goal. But before making any final decisions about the forward party, we must discuss what they actually believe. What is the policy that that these principles or these goals that they've set, you know, the three principles we talked about earlier, revitalizing economy and, and reinvigorating culture, all those things, what does that manifest into? And one of the interesting parts about the forward party is they have no specific policy. They will not take a stance on big issues like abortion, like guns. They will not take a, you know, a stance and say that their, their candidate will vote for this when, when they are elected. 
And, and that is one of the largest arguments against this party is how can there, how can you have a party and a candidate that won't take a stand for anything? It seems like an excuse for not having a position at all. They claim that because of their loose set of boundaries, they say they have you know some boundaries, so they haven't really named what those boundaries are yet. Because they have such a wide variety, that allows their members and their political candidates to run on a wide range of policies. And this means that Americans now have more of a choice compared to instead of being a member of the Democratic Party and having to choose a certain position or a Repub- the Republican Party and choose a different position. If you're in the forward party, you have many different options. I actually watched an interview that Andrew Yang did on CNN with this really great interviewer. And the interviewer kept pushing, Andrew, you know, how can you not have a position? Isn't that just an excuse for, for not having an opinion? Isn't that an, you know, an excuse for just pushing it down the line and kicking the can and, and not getting, getting anything done? And Andrew Yang kept answering with the same answer. He said, when push came to shove and they were on the floor of, of whatever House of Congress or whatever, you know, they're, they're making things happen. They're pushing the ball forward in the legislative or executive branch. The forward party candidate would adopt the common sense consensus. What does this mean? This means if the majority of Americans are, are for abortion, the, the, the forward party would, would go for abortion. If the majority of you know, Americans want a restriction on assault weapons, then the forward party candidate would have a restriction on, on assault weapons. And what, I, what I've just said is a little farther than he would say. He, he, he wouldn't say that they, w- they would definitely vote in, 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 the, in favor of what most of, most of the Americans would. But he said they would try to look at what, what a large part of Americans are feeling and, and then go in that direction. I see a lot of problems with that, considering when you're starting a party that has a wide variety of policies, you can end up in a situation where the party itself that's trying to destroy extremism could end up leading to two extremes on both sides of the party, where you have more liberal centrists or versus conservative centrists who are now fighting inside their own party because they don't agree on the same issues because there's such a wide variety of choices they can make on these huge issues that pertain to the public. In this interview, Andrew Yang also was questioned on the maybe negative effects of starting a third party. What we saw in 2016 with Jill Stein and the Libertarian Party is when you have a third party, it may take votes away from another party. So in 2016, when during the, the election between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, you had the third candidate Jill Stein for the Libertarian Party. The, her, the people that voted for Jill Stein, it was about a million and a half voters. If they were not voting for Jill Stein, most of them most likely would have been, been voting for Hillary Clinton. But they, but they moved towards Jill Stein as a third party. It is said that if Jill Stein was not running and those votes had gone to Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton would have got the Electoral College votes and won the election. So by having a third party candidate, the third party candidate prevented Hillary Clinton from getting electoral college votes and, and took, took votes away from the Democrats. The, the interviewer was asking Andrew Yang, who's a former Democrat, why, would they, why he would risk the same thing in the 2024 presidential election. Why, if he, he agrees with many Democratic policies, he would risk losing the election to the Republican candidate, whoever it may be, whoever it may be potentially Donald Trump, why would risk losing it to the Republican candidate because of this extra third-party candidate that would take votes away from the Democrats. So the question is, will the forward party succeed? And the answer is no. 
They simply don't have the funding. They've raised $5 million, which, you know, is a good amount for just having a few weeks, but that doesn't compare to the billion dollars that Biden raised in his presidential campaign or the $4 billion that senators raised during their last election period. So much money goes to candidates in the Democratic and Republican parties because they have such a huge basis. Everyone knows them. Everyone supports them. You either have one or the other, and each one of them has massive groups of funding, networking, and they dominate the system. And this is why third parties don't last very long is because they don't have the funding and resources to make it. But other third parties or independents may be successful at their mission. So the Ford party is hoping to win elections. um, And they're hoping really now they know they can't win the presidential, but they're hoping to win city or local elections. But other independents and, and third parties may have a different effect on, on, on the, the presidential or large elections like that. So what I read today is that in 2024, Liz Cheney, former Republican senator from Wyoming, I believe, she potentially will run as an independent in 2024, which would take votes away from the Republican Party. And because the Republican Party would be split, the Democrats would have enough electoral college votes to then win the election. So there can be value in having an independent, um, but the political motive may not be for the independent to win, just to distract votes from, from other candidates. This is going to bring a close to this week's episode of The Young Perspective. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We want to remind you to check out our Instagram, the underscore young underscore perspective, or check out our website, theyoungperspective.net. And make sure to keep listening every weekend for a new episode of The Young Perspective. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And remember, this was The Young Perspective.